You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Lowry wants the ball. Walker isolated with him. Smart, though, leaning to try and help. Lowry falling away, got it! Kyle Lowry drills the jumper and it's back to a four-point lead. What a spectacular performance from the leader of the Raptors. He's got 33. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel with the Joes. Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio from BetQL. Follow the show on Twitter at BetQL Daily, at BetQL Daily. We're here weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon on the BetQL Network, coming up in about 20 minutes. We'll talk about the impact of Garrett Cole going on the COVID list, what's going to happen with the AL Cy Young Award, some AL Futures we're taking a look at, and also today's MLB card. But, Joe, we've got a hit on NBA free agency. Season just wrapped. We just had the draft. Man, there, it's it's another sped-up season. It's like boom, boom, boom. But uh, they're, they're trying to get right back on schedule like they were before. And front and center, uh, big news of the day was all about the Miami Heat and some drastic futures movement over on FanDuel. The Heat go from 35 to 1 down to 16 to 1 after bringing in 35 year old Kyle Lowry. Yeah, and the only two teams ahead of the, the Heat now in the Eastern Conference are the defending champion Milwaukee Bucks and the favorite, the Brooklyn Nets. So they're looked at right now as the third best team in the Eastern Conference. Which you think is that's right? Uh, I think it's a probably an overreaction for one day. I mean, look, I this, agree. The, the six now it's interesting because I don't believe if the Sixers kept their team together, they could actually win a championship. I, I just don't think they could do it. But they did have the best record last year. It's just interesting that they're they're below them right now, and they haven't made mm-hmm. any moves, right? Ben Simmons is still there. It's still the same team effectively that had the number one seed in the conference. But Kyle Lowry is a big move for the Heat. I mean, he will help. And PJ Tucker, I've always like he's not going to move the needle in terms of wins in the regular season. Joe, I've always loved P.J. Tucker. I mean, that, that guy, like, you want that guy on the floor in the postseason. He just won a title with the Milwaukee Bucks. The other thing about Miami, independent of, of winning a title on the odds, are they now the team that you'd least want to get into a fight with? Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry, P.J. Tucker? I'm running, I'm running the other way. Yeah. I'm out. That's a pretty good call. Yeah. Of, of course, the futures odds should have shortened. But if we're look, talking about the landscape of the Eastern Conference, they're not on Tier 1. Tier one defending champions, Brooklyn. I I would, yeah, I'd put Philly on tier two, but they're at the top of tier two. I'd have um I'd have them ahead of Miami on the odds board. I agree with you there that it's a bit of an overreaction, but then there's a big drop off. Now we're talking about the likes of Boston, Atlanta, uh, the New York Knicks running it back with everyone from what they they shocked everyone last season, Tom Thibodeau. Uh, the coach of the year, Chicago makes some additions. Man, after those top two tiers, those top four teams in the Eastern Conference, massive drop-off, and it feels like we might have a repeat of uh, what we just witnessed this past season. 
Yeah, if you want value, I'd, I'd say Atlanta at, at 37 to 1, just considering what they did in last year's postseason. If they can grow one more leap, that they'd make the finals. Uh, the other one, yeah. if you think Philadelphia and Daryl Morey is laying in the weeds waiting on Bradley Beal or Dane Lillard, because the Sixers were, were, were pretty quiet yesterday, actually shockingly quiet for a Daryl Morey led team. I think they're waiting on the Simmons thing to play itself out. They're going to make a big move. It's a matter of how much better do they get. But if you if you feel like the Sixers might land Dame Lillard in the next month or two, I mean, eight, you're getting them an 18 to one right now. They, That's it. If the Sixers got Dame Lillard to pair with Joel Embiid, where, where do they go? Hmm. They go in. They go right after the Nets, ahead of the Bucks, probably in these odds. I'm not putting them ahead of the Nets. I wouldn't either. So they go yeah. right after the Nets, ahead of the Bucks. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, and the Bucks might drop down a little bit. Yeah, that's uh, that'd be incredible. Uh, the Miami Heat. I understand what they're thinking. Now, I'm not going to put a futures bet on them, certainly not at these odds, but you go after Kyle Lowry. What, they're doing it one more time. It, it's it's amazing when you take a step back and you look over the last decade, what they've done there. And they had the big three, of course, winning the titles and then eventually losing in, in the title. But it's like Pat Riley, he had the big three. And just a number of years later, he had an NBA Finals appearance and now he's going for it again. I, I like this version of the NBA a lot more. Um, I, I, I don't know if you feel the same, but it used to be, okay, how many stars you got? You got two or you got three? Eh, the third star, I don't know if they're good enough. Now you're telling me if you're a championship contender. No, there are multiple ways to build a uh, championship team or at least one that can make an appearance in the finals. And we just saw it this past year with the Suns. And you mentioned the Sixers. We know that they bowed out in the playoffs and there are multiple reasons why. And they put it all on Ben Simmons. But man, what they were able to build, they, they did it with one superstar. They, there are different ways to win in this league, it feels like now. Yeah, and I think the one avenue that's becoming more interesting and more teams are, are, are willing to do this, the old guy route. We just watched Chris Paul lead the Suns to the finals. LeBron James, the year before, lead mm -hmm. the Lakers to the finals. You, you, there was, it seemed like yesterday, there was no worry at all at the money the Heat gave Kyle Lowry, even though he's an old point guard now. And obviously, Chris Paul opted out, resigned. No one even cares that he's going to make like, a mil, like 50 million bucks when he's 40 years old. It seems like old, it used to be like, ah, uh, he's 36 now, it's over. Now it seems like these teams don't worry about that. Like they'll, they'll rest their way. To keep the old guy fresh enough to win, the old guy route to winning a title, it's obviously viable. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And why not bring in Kyle Lowry? Because they're working on the max extension with Jimmy Butler. So he has one more run. I mean, I'll be honest. I didn't think that Jimmy Butler would be playing at this level at this stage in his career. But it, but we know how he is at the defensive end of the court. And he's going to give you around 20 points per game, somewhere around there. And he's huge. I mean, the defense is if once Ben Simmons leaves Philly, there's nobody in the conversation in the Eastern Conference uh, with the Miami Heat's defense. They have the great coach in Eric Spolstra. I understand why they're gonna they're gonna run it back, and then they tried to bolster that roster a little bit here. Now, yeah, but like I said, I wouldn't bet them at sixteen to one. But I get it. They're okay. Let's pay Duncan Robinson. You've done enough. Uh, I've hit many props on those made threes per night. 
give him five for 90. And let's do this again. Um, the, the one thing that I would say is in the Miami Heat's corner is well, you also have to take a look at what happened last year. Tyler Hero regressed big time. So is he going to bounce back to the hero that we saw two years ago? Or is he going to be more of the hero that we saw a year ago? And last season, it felt like the entire regular season we were saying, when are the Heat going to make their push? When are they going to make the push? The problem is it was injury after injury after injury. They were never, ever a healthy squad. Yeah, they weren't. Uh, and with Lowry and, and Tucker now and those shooters and those young players, bam, they've got a chance. I wouldn't take them either right now at 16-1. and one. You know what I would do on the Miami Heat? I'd watch. I'd wait. If they get off yeah. to like a, a sluggish start, the number will go in, in your favor. And then if there's one, one, just one of those big three in Brooklyn gets hurt again, or you start wondering if they're going to stay healthy enough, you know, Durant and, and Kyrie and Harden, aren't they the team to kind of put a – like if Miami starts off 12 and 12, their number will go down. You put a little bit on them. And don't you feel like when you get to the postseason, if Brooklyn has injury issues, Miami's going to be the team no one wants to face? Yeah. Yeah, I don't want any part of them. I said the same thing this year, and they were uh, done in the first round, though. 220 plus 220. That's disgusting. Plus 220 for the Nets? And and then the Lakers are the second favorite at plus 370. It's amazing when you look at that roster right now. There are three players on the Lakers making money, and even other starters are like almost minimum. It, it, boy, one injury, they are toast, man. They lost Alex Caruso. Lakers but, fan favorite goes to the Bulls yesterday. Well, he's no place for him now. Russell Westbrook there. Russell trying yeah. to give, get, a, get a ring on, those, on that hand before he's all done. Uh, what do you think about Lonzo Ball going to Chicago? I like it for the Bulls. Yeah, I, Lonzo Ball. I mean, it, it's it's funny, you know. It, obviously, it worked for the Lakers because LeBron got there, right? They traded away all the young players. They, 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 the idea was to win right away, and it worked, right? LeBron brought a title to the Lakers, but some of those young players have really grown. Like the Lakers ultimately were right about Lonzo Ball. They were ultimately right. Brandon Brandon Ingram mm-hmm. can play. Julius Randle can play. They just didn't keep it together there because LeBron came in and he's like, "Look, get these kids out of here. It's time to win right now." Uh, I think it's a good move for the Bulls, who, I mean, the Bulls are going to be a playoff team. The Bulls are going back to the playoffs. You have playoff fever in Chicago, Joe. They, sh- they should. They I'm should. I'm just a little hesitant after adding Vucevic. They still could have make the postseason last year, but they should. I I don't agree with this Pelicans move. I know tough decisions. You've got to make them at some point. you got to take a stand on certain players. But isn't the whole idea developing? You developed Lonzo Ball. He is so much better than what he was with the Lakers. And even in New Orleans, you saw the big improvement, big jumps across the board this year with his shooting, which is what you were hoping for. Okay, so you get what you were hoping for out of Lonzo Ball, and then it's bye-bye. I, I just I – don't, I don't like operating like that. Yeah, it's weird. And, and I mean, doesn't it feel like we're having the countdown now to when Zion Williamson is like, I'm out. He's going to trade me. Yeah, he is. Yeah, it's a – it's just a matter of time now. And you know how this works. He's going to take their extension, take the money, and then just like, all right, now you're going to trade me. Yep. Yeah, it, yep. it feels like they're going to mess that up. But I think the Bulls did well. Uh, it makes sense. Chris Paul, four years, up to $120 million. Uh, But what really makes sense, you got to bring back campaign for three years. Listen, we saw what happened. <laughs> when Chris Paul couldn't go, campaign, I mean, he basically was, he was him for a couple games. He was just filled in and he played the role. Uh, I like. I, I know it's it's kind of tricky paying a, a old Chris Paul that much money. They had no choice. You have to bring Chris Paul back. Yeah, they had to. 
Yeah, so uh, the Western Conference, if you look at those odds, we mentioned the Lakers at plus 370 over on FanDuel. You've got the Warriors plus 1,100, Jazz plus 1,200, and the Clippers are plus 1,300. Not a lot of respect for Phoenix. You know what? Quickly on the Clippers. Did, our, yeah. our guy, Ryan McDonough, he threw out a tweet yesterday that was uh, amazing to me, saying yeah. that Kawhi Leonard was interested in talking to some too, because Kawhi Leonard opted out. Interested in talking to teams with money like the Mavericks and the Knicks, they spent all their money before talking to Kawhi. Like I read that, I was like, wait a second. I, I know he's hurt, but Kawhi Leonard was interested in talking to teams with cap room, and they used their cap room before talking to Kawhi Leonard. Why? It feels like a year from we might say like, what? What? What were they thinking? Yeah, he's been he's been saying he's been saying that who knows what's going to happen with Kawhi. So I I can't recommend a wager on the Clippers. You got to wait. You don't know what's going to happen. Uh, the Suns are right there with the Clippers. They're both 13 to 1. Yeah. I mean, the mm -hmm. Suns right now are obviously the, the more safe bet there because Kawhi's injury and we don't know what's going to happen with him. Yeah. Jazz, Clippers, Suns, all in that same range, 12 and 13. You know, Warriors too. Warriors at 11, all that same range. Is there one that stands out? Warriors, Jazz, Clippers, Suns? If the war if you were getting a little bit better number on the Warriors, I would jump. I it might be worth that. it. Yeah, that, of course. Yeah, you're taking a shot there, but I certainly understand just because the upside. Steph and Clay yeah. back together? Yeah. You know they're at least going to have a playoff spot. Yep. So there's that. We'll see. Uh, Joe O oh, and Joe G, this is BetQL Daily coming up next. Talk about the AL Cy Young race, some other American League futures, and today in Major League Baseball. Keep it locked on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel from BetQL.